Welcome to another MyTunes podcast right here at manxradio.com. Mark Tiley, the nation's station, Manx Radio. Now, sometimes on MyTunes, I talk about a musician or an artist, and we go through a few bits and pieces, and we put it all together, and the four tunes are played, and it's all it's all rather lovely. Today, I could possibly take, well, six months' worth of my tunes to go through the life of my guest today. He is Andy Virgil North. Andy North, welcome to my tunes. Oh, thank you, Mark. Well, you sent me a, a, a wonderful piece of work about your life. And honestly, if I just take, for the, for the listener who doesn't know what you've been up to, um, over 50 sort of... Uh, different occupations, an equal number of near-death experiences, um, being paid to play video games, teach roller skating, and kayaking halfway around Europe, uh, on the watery bits, that is. Uh, but the list goes on. You like an adventure, sir? <laughs> I, I think I was always an explorer and an inventor. And If I cast my mind back, I, I remember the, the power of creating the nettle spear you know, we had we had some gangs when we were eleven, Ooh. and we rolled around. And I remember just putting a pair of gloves on and taking a nettle, putting it on the end of a bit of bamboo, and you you could keep the the rival gangs. Not that not that Glen Vine had some hardcore gangs, but um, well, you know, like uh, just creating things and seeing new things. I, I I like that. The wind chilled streets of fear of Glen Vine That's as a right. young man growing up. When did you first leave the island to start getting these completely amazing world experiences? Well, while I was still at school, I applied to sail on the Ocean Youth Club. They have uh, they had a kind of sponsorship, and I went off to the Scottish Highlands and sailed around. And it was there that I kind of fell in love with... I, I my dad had played the guitar, but uh, there was a guy playing the guitar on in a loch on the, the deck of this beautiful 72-foot catch. And and you know and he when he played music I went I want to learn the guitar I mean I'd had no interest in it hearing my dad play it but then suddenly a you know a spark kind of lit and it was just at the the place and the music and and it was one of the best renditions of Stairway to Heaven I've ah you know. fair enough I mean in and out of all these amazing occupations music has been a thread running through since that moment really you've been in various bands you've been uh, uh, touring you've done this you've done that and I will promise you we'll come back to the music and we will obviously talk about your latest venture which is fantastic and involves helping people in a most beautiful way we'll talk about that but I do I did mention a kayak journey of length Talk me through that, please. <laughs> well, I'd always wanted to see the coast of Norway, so it was it was the only way I could afford to do it. So I uh, I sold a saxophone and um, bought a kayak, and uh, and I know before I left that I was a bit unsure. I I could roll a kayak, but only two times out of five, yes. which isn't uh, it's not great for your psychological stability. That. You're going, to, you're going to paddle up the coast of Norway and paddle across the Irish Sea. And and uh, so what I did was just load it up with all my gear, paddle out to sea in the middle of Njarbal Bay. So I was far away. I had no way of getting back in. And I said to myself, if I roll it this time, I can roll. 
Mm. And that, that, and that was the end of it. And I uh, capsized upside down and I, I came up and I went, yes. And so I just had to get rid of that doubt that when you're on your own, you're going to drown. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a heck of a solo journey. So what was the route? Talk us through the route. So I, I laid, a, laid a course off in the Shore Hotel. It's not. This is not how to do it, by the way, if anyone's listening. <laughs> uh, if you take... Um, there was a chart on the wall, so I just laid a course off towards Cumbria. So I was going to go and visit my brother, who lived in Barrow and Furness, and um, so so I laid the course off, and it, you know I accounted for a little bit of the tide. It was going to take ten hours. Tide goes up and it goes down, and I went, do you know what? I should that should be fine. Ninety degrees. Put it on my compass and left from Laxey Harbour, and um, and after about ten hours, I still. And it was calm when I set off, and then it was quite windy when I got to the, that point. But I still, after ten hours, couldn't see any land, and and it was a bit, you know, it was a bit hazy. And I, I thought, do you know what I've done? I've packed my knife and fork underneath the compass, and I'm in the middle of the of the Irish Sea somewhere. I'm probably on my way to Liverpool. No one knows where I am, and I remember thinking ah, that was a bit silly. <laughs> and then a dolphin jumped out of the water right right next to me. And it was just one of those, oh, oh. And it, it was almost saying, it's okay, it's yeah. fine. And I, I didn't follow him, but um, I just suddenly went, right, just keep going. And and 20 minutes later, I could just see Sellafield on my left, and I could see Barrow and Furness. And all the way across, I'd been hearing this kind of explosion, and I had paddled into the RAF bombing range, which was uh, Raven's Glass. So... <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't it wasn't the most well researched trip I mean that in way. fairness to you it's not something with police tape around it if you haven't got lots of navigational equipment i can understand you drifting into it i mean you knew it was there yes they well i'd seen it on the chart but i i didn't think they'd be actually practicing and they were so, yeah they were but they hadn't spotted a kayak but they finished for five o'clock and luckily it was half time five. for tea yeah time for tea you see we're going to talk more about this. Loads to talk about this week. I told you we could have had a six-monther. We, we may yet. Let's go for your first first piece of music. Well, it's the effect that music has on you. And again, it, it, it would change tomorrow. I, I, haven't, I didn't pre-prepare. But uh, Follow the Sun by uh, Xavier Rudd. And it just really makes you listen to your breath and just feel the, the joy of life. Set your intentions, dreaming. 
was a new day for everyone. A brand new moon, a brand new sun. My guest all this week on my tunes got a kayak and he set off for Norway uh, via uh, an Air Force bombing range. And <laughs> but still here, still here. Andy North is my guest. Andy, what an adventure that was. I mean, how long did it take you to do that uh, kayaking expedition? I hasten to add, I didn't paddle from uh, Newcastle to Bergen. No. And uh, I got on a ferry with a set of wheels. I wheeled on to the ferry and uh, and wheeled off the other side. And then, uh, yeah, and it took, uh, I was two months heading up the coast. And the first, the first week I stayed, I found a little secret beach around the corner of Bergen and I put up my camp there and I went and I knew I had to, I had, I didn't have enough money to survive for that time, so I um, I started busking in Bergen, and um, I started with my flute, playing a few jigs and reels, and I wasn't I wasn't getting much, and uh, it it was a really strange thing. What I did get, I suddenly felt compelled to give away 
there was people wandering along. It was the time of the Chernobyl disaster, and there was people collecting for that. And I, I just thought, you know what? You need it more than I did. Mm. And when I gave that away, something strange happened, actually. The, the next day, I brought a ukulele that I was only just learning to play, a harmonica, and sang a sea shanty. And I must have made 40 quid in half an hour. And that, that just blew my mind that suddenly, after giving it all away I was suddenly receiving and I thought that, that was really quite profound it is it is it's a, it's a heck of a message and also uh, I, I guess to realize that you could generate funds by playing music to people yeah and that, and that was the first time I was just playing an old Pogue song that was the first time it, it was you know it was 1995 and sea shanties weren't trendy in fact we're famous now for we haven't made them trendy but we were even playing them for for a while when they weren't yeah. Very, but it, it just—I think the sea connects people, and you know somehow the land kind of divides us all. And and so, sea shanties were the original world music where people collected, and the sailors were the travellers, and they they collected little bits and pieces, and they you know, and I can just hear in them lots of influences. And they do travel universally. I mean, uh, the sailing fraternity, whether it be, you know, merchant shipping or even sailors for pleasure, there is a connectivity right around the world, without a doubt. You were going, well, you actually looked at the fleet air arm and you fancied rescuing people and all that, but you didn't fancy having to go into sort of battle situations. Are you at heart a pacifist? I mean, it's it's a fascinating question. At the time, I I did say, no, I won't... uh... I won't kill someone. It's a really hard dilemma, isn't it? I think I think we all have to you face that in a individual situation at a certain time. So you know, I, I'm not saying I would never. And it was a, it was a realization during the process of applying for this. You thought, actually, I don't want to do that. Yeah, well, I, again, the careers guidance is a wonderful thing. They said, oh, if you want to fly air sea rescue, you have to join the fleet air arm, which is part of the navy but they neglected to mention that you could fly a Harrier jump jet and then you're the one with the red missile button. And so they just wanted to check. And um, I never gave it a second thought that I might have to do that. Out of all the jobs, (laughs) without going through 50-odd, and without talking about the latest, because that's tomorrow, we're going to talk about the, the, the latest venture tomorrow. Can you put them into some sort of order? Let's go for your big top three. Do you know, <laughs> that is pretty tough, isn't it? Oh, but, 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 well, out of 50, yeah, it must be. I still really, really enjoy teaching a little bit of music in a, in a kind of subversive way because I'm, you know, like, it's, it's one of those, you know, many people have been put off by music and teaching. So I would say I, I've really enjoyed just helping people find the joy of music so you know that's that's quite heartwarming um the strangest i suppose which always enters lots of other conversations but um i i was paid to be an exorcist did i enjoy that no but it really opened my mind to something seeing that there's something in the world that maybe doesn't belong Wow, that is uh, that. That was quite a profound experience. And did one... you have to take sort of holy orders for this? No, 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 I had to just do it. Do it. I had to just do it for the sake of a young person. And uh, was the question enjoyed most? That was the scariest mm. by a long stretch. When was this, Andy? That was in about two thousand and one, um, and when it worked, 
uh, I was offered lots of jobs. It did work. It did work. Yeah. Goodness. So you know, but I've never told. I won't tell you the employer. No. But are they? Um, so that and that was something I, I I walked away from and went. Do you know what? I don't want anything to do with that kind of stuff. This is not Ghostbusters, ladies and gentlemen. This is Andy North. So it was a personal service, and he doesn't want to do it again necessarily. Let's have today's piece of music, please. Uh, today, I think we are doing uh, Rhiannon Giddens' beautiful version of Wayfaring Stranger, which is just uh, destroying in its beauty. Drop that cross. 
Yesterday on my tunes, my guest, who all this week is the wonderful, well-travelled Andy North, uh, Andy Virgil North, just touched on something that took me by surprise because I had no idea he was involved in an exorcism. I'm only, I'm, we're not going to go into details, Andy, but I just want you—you you mentioned that it was a success. How do you measure the success of an exorcism? Well, it was a moment where a young person. I've worked with lots of young people who've been in various difficult situations. So, and sometimes you just notice that there's something wrong. And it, and this is coming through a lot in epigenetics and people, it's become mainstream really that people have trauma from their previous lives, their parents' previous lives. It travels genetically, a lot of trauma. And who knows, there's so much more in the world than we know about. And I know very little about it, but... I, you know, I've studied. And if it works, it's a confrontation of spirits. And again, I'm not an expert on all things spirit-led. But when it worked, it worked. And they changed for the better. So you noticed that in the, in the it, person? Yeah, everyone noticed everybody that. Noticed and, they, and they offered me a job saying, well, yeah. will you do this all the time? And I, I, you know. Were you exhausted by it personally? Was it something you felt drained after? Yeah, well, it, yes, yeah. yes, definitely. And shocked that that, yeah. you know, there's a part of you doesn't believe in. Mm. But, you know, I, I have seen plenty of strange things, including, you know, I've, I've seen a man on a beach in Scotland. It was a deserted November. And, um, and when I went down to the shore, there was no footsteps there. And it, t it later turned out that that was a famous Sandalwood Bay it's oh, famous yeah. for a for yeah. a shipwrecked captain, but I knew nothing of that. But I knew that there was definitely a figure walking. Yeah. <laughs> so, so well, who knows? Who knows? Indeed, I will touch on a bit of a bit, bit of that tomorrow. But I really want to talk about your latest wonderful initiative. Well, you're helping people. The Happy Explorer, which is great because that's you anyway. But helping people who might need a little bit more love. Uh, exploring the water uh, around here. Well, you take us through it, Happy Explorer. What what are you up to? Well, we're up to... Yeah, we're not just on water, but we're in forests and mountains, and we were meant for certain environments, and we feel happier. And I, I see it all the time, especially if there's trees and water. 
and uh, and they've measured this and so even you know in hospital rooms now there's a massive recovery difference if you can see trees they, they measured this and um e- even a picture will do it mm. so uh, pictures of trees and water aren't quite the full experience but so just getting people out and i noticed that someone had invented uh, some glass bottom kayaks and that's another that's another magical world that I'd, i've been exposed to and i just thought wouldn't it be great if people could see that by just getting out and so you're getting out you're seeing all the wildlife but then you're seeing this underwater world which is you know it's a lot less human influenced and it, it kind of gives you an appreciation of what it might be like so you're working with individuals and groups how's it physically working here yeah we we've been taking out lots of different people and again i i've just been we've we've taken out some trainee doctors to sit into the forest to do what's what's called forest bathing but um it's nothing to do with getting wet although <laughs> sometimes paddle our feet but that, that's another thing and so they're just seeing that it just reduces people's anxiety it's uh helps reduce depression just getting outside and I've, I've been putting up rope swings randomly around the Isle of Man for a long time so if you if you've got some favorite rope swings they might, might I, be yours. they could be <laughs> and it, it's just I just love seeing the um, young people getting out and you know you're competing with some pretty advanced play games and sure. uh, so just trying to get out there it is called happy explorer Facebook, social media, uh, website as well. Yes. Yeah, Happy Explorer. Today's piece of music, please, Andy, what have we got? Well, I think we've got... I've got this beautiful song uh, that I heard on the, the Lost the lost World, and it's um, called Heartwood by Kareen Polwert. One, two, one. Would you hew me to the heartwood cutter?
started my tunes this week i did hint that my guest had done rather a lot of things uh, over 50 different engaging occupations uh, traveling the world but the big big thing we haven't yet talked about is really your music here on the isle of man we've done a bit of busking somewhere in scandinavia but let's talk about you and your music here you've been a huge force in the local music scene for many years andy um, that's very kind. What do you I, have? I, I, uh, when we were young, there there was the Lido and it was Battle of the Bands. And, and I remember just because I, I played the keyboards and we had a, a local band called Stories for Boys. And, and they're all still fabulous musicians. And uh, Simon Ray and Stuart Watrett. And so they all they were all very passionate about music. And I was the one who said, sorry, boys, I think I want to travel the world. And... Um, and so we'd written lots of songs and 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 Charles Gard had very kindly said, look, I really like what you're doing. Can I record it? So we, we had this luxury of an EP when you're 16, 17, brilliant. I, I That's suppose. That's brilliant, isn't it? And, um, and it was just one of the most satisfying things. Now, talk me through the musical instruments you could put under your belt. I mean, you mentioned the keyboard. You've mentioned <laughs> the uh, ukulele. Uh, I'm thinking accordion, squeeze box. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Where yeah. else are we going? Well, it's, uh, yeah, it's an embarrassing list because it just shows you that I should have concentrated on one and not just changed my mind. I all want the time. them all. I want to hear them all. Uh, Come on. Well, in look, there's not there's not more fun than playing the drums, and I I love the cajon, the djembe, yeah. uh, the baron. So now, um, for those uh, the cajon, I know is something you sit on and play, but sort of beneath you. Yes, yeah, okay. it's, a, it's a wooden box. A wooden box setup, right? Okay, we got that. Uh, a djembe is an African drum that you play with two hands that makes amazing sounds, and uh, and a baron is the Celtic uh, skin drum. Okay, so we've got it's quite a lot of percussion. Um, then uh, harmonicas, Ooh. flutes, whistles, yes, low whistles, and I play a mandolin. A mandola and a banjo. You play a banjo, yeah. I tell you, a banjo is no mean instrument. <laughs> no mean instrument at all. Um, yeah, the guitar and the piano. And I'm sure I've recorded you playing I the accordion in think, that room. I'm looking I up through think, a bit yes. of glass to our studio where we put musicians. You were up here about ten years ago. Yes, I think I helped out Ruby. You did, Ruby, Busco, Ruby, Ruby. Bisco. Yes, you did, yes. and you were playing the accordion for her. Yeah. 
Loved oh, it. She loves a bit of accordion. Loved it. More music to come from you. What have we got? Um, more music? Is there more music in the pipeline? Yes. Yes, yes. There's, a, there's an album which is, well, we'll call it a short album, shall we? But um, <laughs> when you're as fickle as I am, then changing your mind daily is a small technical problem, isn't it? I mean, it's very satisfying making your own songs, but it's also really hard to judge. And, uh, you know, I think we're all our own worst critic, but in music, no more so than me. And uh, so it's just, yeah, I, I, again, that process of getting rid of those shadows and demons that stop you, that's kind of as much of the process as actually writing and recording, isn't it? I think one of the great examples of not quite knowing if it's going to work was when Eric Clapton did that Unplugged album and uh, in front of a few friends, and it became his biggest album of all time. Yeah. And he didn't think it was going to be that special. Yeah. And it was just so natural, and him and the songs... So you, know, you never know, dear. You just no. don't know whether it's going to take off. I do hope we get to see you playing some more around the other. I way. think there will be definitely. So I'm, I am uh, with my wife Luna, and um, we are we're doing more and more kind of mellow stuff. But I mean, we still we still got a beat, and we yeah. both love to dance. So the just finding that mixture of soul and world music and maybe more conscious lyrics I, mean, I am conscious that the world's changing and you know not I, I don't really want to sing about the more banal things anymore I think it's but it's really hard to know where we're going and so it's very hard I think I think Bob Dylan was the master and I would have chosen you know all Bob Dylan tracks <laughs> but it's so hard isn't it so you just have to yeah you Andy North I'm going to say are a force for good sir Oh. And uh, all power to you, to your wonderful, wonderful work that you're doing here on the island with Happy Explorer. Here's to more expeditions oh, as yes. well. And all the work you do musically, it's been a fantastic week. What are we going to finish up with? Well, I mean, I think, yeah, this is um, Back of Beyond is a band that uh, I, I've seen them quite a few times and they're just one of those bands that's kind of living that dream they make people dance at festivals all over but they're not they're not commercial but they lived with the the pygmy tribe in Cameroon and uh, that's where this songs come from and is written by and they, they, they brought a load of musicians back and they, they're kind of the original Afro-Celtic band because they just fused their own and others they, they've been around a while but they it, I defy anyone not to dance while listening to this. You had the challenge. This is the man who danced too slowly. Andy, thank you for a great week. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Mark.
who danced too slowly. Wonderful. Great choices all week. Andy North, thank you for being my, my tunes guest. Keep coming back here to banksradio.com for more podcasts appearing every single day. And join me if you can for Mark Tiley in the morning, 9.30 to 12, Monday to Friday. <laughs>